the most important investment you can make is in yourself. Warren Buffett. Hey everyone, it's Anna Garrison and welcome to The Analogs, a podcast about thriving authentically in midlife, growing older graciously, and having a bit of fun along the way. Back in November, I introduced you briefly to Julie Murphy. Julie is a certified financial planner, and I met her when she spoke at the All Souls Weekend that I attended in Wisconsin. After her talk, I had the opportunity to chat with her for a bit, and there was something that she said that really resonated with me, and I brought that up to her. And part of that conversation mentioned the podcast and how I had taken season one and archived it because I was over that. That was the past. It was time to move on. And she challenged me. Her challenge was to re-release that season because somebody out there needs to hear my words. My words are going to make an impact on them. And I thought about it and I accepted that challenge. And that's why there's a little bit of of craziness going on when you look at the podcast episodes and the release dates. That's why I've gone back and numbered everything so you can listen in order. And since meeting her, I have been fangirling because her words are what were meant for me to hear at this time. I have been working hard on becoming a financial badass for the past couple of years. And I've listened to different people and I've tried different things and I'm not to the point yet where I feel as though I've reached that financial badass status. But Julie's approach was a little different. Julie talks about the emotion behind money and she mixes in a little bit of the woo-woo, which I absolutely love. And It really makes me think about it. You know, why do I think the way I do about money? Why do I have feelings about this, that, everything? And I'm not doing a very good job of explaining it. And that's okay because you've got to read her books. You've got to listen to her podcast. You've got to watch her YouTube videos. You've got to follow her on social media. You've got a fangirler like I do. It sounds crazy at first when she starts talking about emotions and how that affects our views on finances and money and how we act on it and how it impacts our relationships as well and so forth. But she is spot on. I, you know, she calls herself a financial healer and exactly, that's exactly what she is. One thing that she has said that I have implemented is I've taken the word budget out of my vocabulary. I've created a plan. I've created a cash flow. How my money is moving in and out, just like the ocean. It's ebbing and it's flowing. And it's giving me an overall picture of things that I need to shift around. Things that I, I hate to use the word need. Things that require shifting. Things that require movement in other directions and just 
changing that vocabulary has me thinking differently about money. One thing that she mentions, and I did this, is get a $100 bill, put it in your wallet, and don't spend it. And when she discusses it in her videos, she talks about the draw. People, you know, Benjamin's in there and he's calling you and he wants you to bring him out. And I really didn't have that. I knew it was in there and it stayed in there for a couple of months. It came out when I visited my daughters and I took them out to dinner. And I thought, you know what? This is a special occasion. This is a very memorable time for us. And Benjamin's been hiding for long enough. So I did use that $100 bill, but I felt no guilt about it whatsoever. I wasn't spending it on something frivolous. I wasn't going shopping just to go shopping. I spent that money on my daughters for a very special purpose and it was all worth it. And I am going back to that. I am putting another $100 bill in my wallet, sticking Benjamin in there, and he's going to stay in there until another moment like that comes up. Another thing that Julie talks about is creating savings accounts and renaming them. I believe she says she has eight of them, and each one has a different name and a different purpose. You know, there's like the emergency fund, and um, she's created one where, you know, if family needs some financial help, she's got that pot of money. And so I've started to do the same thing slowly. I don't have eight accounts, but I found a couple of banks who offer high yield, both checking and savings accounts. And I currently have three of those set up. I've got one, which is the emergency fund. I've got one, which I call me time. And I've got one that is for travel. I'm putting a little bit of money in each pay time, each pay period. And if I get, you know, like rebate checks or just a miscellaneous check in the mail or something, then it's going in those accounts because that's extra money that I didn't have before. So I'm putting it into these accounts or that is the goal. So I'm putting it out in the universe. I'm manifesting those checks coming in. That would be great. So the emergency fund that I set up is pretty self-explanatory. The me time fund that I set up, that is set aside for things that I want to do that aren't necessities, I guess is a way to put it. So for example, I'm taking a class on meditation. That's going to come out of my me time fund. I'm taking, um, I did a class on where we created a vision board, you know, when there was all of this stuff going on with that. And so that came out of there. I, um, you know, when I travel, I've got a wonderful girl that comes and watches Harley, the dog, when my daughter's not available. And, you know, those trips are me time trips. So I use that money for that. So it kind of gives you an idea. So rather than it coming out of my funds to pay for everyday life, these are the little extra things that I do to treat myself. And so I've created that special fund for that. 
And it doesn't have to be a lot that goes in there. You know, whenever being self-employed, I pay myself. And when I get that pay, I put $5 here, $5 there, $5 there. It doesn't sound like a lot of money. But if I do that each time, or when I get those rebate checks or those refund checks or whatever, and it goes in there. And then because they are high yield, I'm earning anywhere from 3 to 4% on those, that's going to grow. And then that's, again, money that's not coming out of my spending cash flow. I hope that made sense. I know it sounds a little rambling and I probably gave you way too much information, but I wanted to give you an idea of that. And I will continue to create those accounts. You know, I'll do one for the dog so that every year when it comes time for her physical and all of her preventative medication, that money's already set aside. One for the house. You know, any maintenance that has to be done on the house, the HOA, any of those types of things. Um, one for car maintenance. You know, I live in South Carolina. We have to pay property tax on our vehicles. Put that money aside for insurance. Those types of things. And it sounds like it's a lot of work because it's all these accounts to try to keep up with. But it's not. It's once you get into the system, and I'm not saying open up eight accounts at one time. I have three. That's it. But you can go in, and I never realized this until Julie mentioned it. You can actually go in and name those accounts. So when I go to my one account, and it's called, you know, I've renamed it emergency funding. The other one, I actually named it me time. The third one, I named it travel. I could go on and on about the tremendously amazing ideas that Julie has, but I do encourage you to read her books, listen to her podcast, watch her YouTube videos, follow her on social media. It's a wealth of information, pun intended. And I, I, every time I reread her book, I'm learning something new. I'm still on the emotion behind wealth. There is a workbook that goes with it. I keep going through and taking more notes and applying it to me and I'll eventually get to the next book. But, you know, when I think about this whole thing, I've, I've mentioned it before. I looked at so many programs. I read so many books, listened to so many podcasts and bits and pieces of those I implemented and they worked temporarily However, with Julie, there's something, there's something that just clicked. I don't know if it's the woo-woo connection. I don't know if it is, in fact, looking at the emotional side of it. But you know me, I, I don't believe in coincidences. Things happen for a reason, serendipity, synchronicity, whatever. And I was meant to be at that All Souls retreat for many reasons. I was meant to have the opportunity to listen to Julie speak for many reasons. I was meant to speak with Julie personally for many reasons. And I think it all boiled down to her plan is what fit for me. That was what I needed to truly get a handle on moving forward and reaching that goal of being a financial badass. In fact, as I sit here 
recording, I'm looking at my closet doors. I use that to hang up all of my inspiration, my affirmations, my manifesting, so forth. And I know what's missing. I am going to print out the words financial badass. I'm going to put the year next to it, 2023. And this is my year to do that. And you know, I'm going to share it with you. So stay tuned for that. But until next time, read Julie's books, listen to her podcast, watch her videos, follow her on social media. I'll leave all the links to her in the show notes. You won't regret it. You will you will walk away feeling like I do and fangirling her just like I do. So until next time, take care. <laughs>